This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome again to Cottage Talk Full-Time. I am Russ Goldman, and joining me right now is Max Cohen. This is our initial reaction to Foam's 1-1 draw with Cardiff City Friday night. We're just going to just get right into it. So let me bring Max on. To- Max, just give me your opening thoughts on what we watched tonight. It was a battle, Russ. It was a battle. And I thought we were going to be there to win it. After that first half, it was tied 1-1. We've been playing well, but... We didn't seize the opportunity. Order had those two minutes of madness. But, hey, that's a tough place to go. We knew that last year. And the fact that we came out of there with a point, after being down to 10 men for 20 minutes, that's encouraging. This team is fight. We know that. And I think looking back you know, at, in May, this point would be very valuable. I know we would have liked the three points, but I'm perfectly happy with a tough, battling draw. Everyone out there fought till the death, and that's all you can ask for. And it's a good point away from home. I think it's a good point too, Max. But as I tweeted out just a few minutes ago, I'm happy that I got the point, but that was difficult to watch. And uh, I want to give Neil Warnock and Cardiff City credit, but I'm just going to share this with you, and I'm sure he doesn't mind. Ben Bloom actually messaged me. We were messaging back and forth. He's at the match, and he just said classic Warnock. And that's totally what we saw there, Max. They frustrated Fulham. They made it difficult on Fulham. And Fulham had all this possession, Max, but they weren't going anywhere. It's true. But, I mean, I think that's what you get when you play Cardiff away from home. I was under no illusion that that this would be a very tough match. It's one of the toughest places in the division to go. And I didn't think we were just going to waltz all over them. You know, they're a good side. They just got relegated last year like us. I think our squad is definitely better. But, yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure. I think you're right. We weren't up to our best. I think that's to be expected, though. You know, at sure. Cardiff, you, you, as you mentioned, they didn't let us play our style. No, they and didn't. We, we might have bent, but I don't think we broke. You know, to use that cliche, I still think we stayed No, that's intact. an interesting way to look at it. Yeah. 
that's actually a very good way to look at it because they could have broken there. You're 1-1 and Fulham are down a man for, what, 20 minutes? And they could have broken there, but they didn't. So we have to give Fulham credit for hanging on, getting that point and doing it in a professional manner at the end of the match. But I just want to just focus on a, on a couple things, Max. Just my initial thoughts on this was, uh, first of all, Harry Arter, who I really like as a member of Fulham, but um, he lives on the edge. I was going back and forth with someone on Twitter, and I think he went over the edge here, Max. I think he hurt Fulham in the end. Without a doubt. I think we wanted someone to battle, as I mentioned, but he took it too far. And when it's at the detriment of the team, you can't be doing those type of things. I think the first tackle, which got an initial yellow, it was just needless. It was late. The player, they were on a break for sure, but it wasn't as if Fulham were in immediate danger of being scored on. It was actually, I'm pretty sure, right at the halfway line or even within our attacking half. There's no need for him to lunge in like that. A very late challenge, definitely deserving of a yellow. And then you can just tell, almost all match, he was walking a tightrope with descent, very aggravated. And I think a lot of it has to do with him playing against his former club. I think there's a lot of bad blood. I think he left last season. I think the fans were disappointed. I think his ex-players might have been mad that he left. And, of course, going into that hostile atmosphere, I think it got to him for sure. Because he did the dive, and, and I think there was contact a bit, but you that was a dive, let's be honest. threw himself to the, the ground. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Moments after the contact came, it, it was not a natural position. And then you can almost tell because right after he dived, he threw a hissy fit. And that's what players do to <laughs> say, I'm ashamed of myself. You know, I dived. I'm just yeah. going to yell at the assistant referee, why didn't you call it a foul? So it was silly, right. it was needless, and it hurt the team because although we weren't playing good football at all, in the first 15, 20 minutes of that second half, it's not as if we were all over them. That definitely killed off any chance we possibly could have had of getting the winner. Totally agree. Totally agree. And uh, then it became just survival, just trying to get that point. I, I didn't see a way that they were going to win the match. You always have a thought because you have Mitrovic that maybe you can – Nick it in the end, but that really wasn't going to happen. And uh, it just wasn't going that way. They just weren't creating enough down a man. It was going to be difficult, but I thought just maybe, maybe, but it, it just wasn't in the cards. On the other hand, like you have already mentioned, they got out of there with a point, and maybe at the end of the season we'll be looking back at this match and saying, you know what, that was a valuable point. You could be right about that. Uh, I do want to mention the goals, and Max, you are uh, – card-carrying member of the Marcus Bettinelli fan club. Let's just start there. And I was very critical amongst our friends that I just thought that he could have done better. And I thought this was the third opportunity where he gave up a goal where I thought he could have done better. But Max, to your credit, you came back to me and it wasn't just him. And that's a very good point. So let's talk about the goal they gave up. I thought it was a little soft on Marcus. Your thoughts. Yeah, let's, let's just look at the whole play because what I immediately noticed on Twitter and in group chats and whatever, Betts is shit. Let's get Betts out of here. Time for Rodak. Thanks for the memories, Betts, but it's time to go. Everything you could possibly imagine piling in on Marcus Badinelli. And should he have done better on that goal? Yes. Yes. Should, should have done better. It took a bobble in front of him, but she should have done better. But that's, that's not the whole picture, right? Let's go through the play, Ross. Tim Reen, what is he doing dribbling the ball in his own half, basically up to a point where midfielders are. He's completely abdicated his defensive responsibility. And what does he do? He plays a piss-poor ball, way too much pace to Cavallaro, 
who Reem can see. Reem has the whole pitch in front of him. He sees Cavalero has a man right on his back. Why would you ping the ball right to Cavalero? You're going to have a tough time controlling it. It's what we like to call a hospital ball. It's a hospital yes. ball from Reem. Surprise, surprise. Cavalero is a bit weak, loses the ball. Where is Reem? Completely out of position. It's not hard for Cardiff to realize that one of our center backs has taken, you know, a little adventure at the pitch. Plays in that ball. But wait, what, what, what's Steven Sessignon doing? What is that positioning? To be fair on him, no one expected Reem to give away the ball so poorly, so cheaply right. there. So I, I, I can't imagine he was turned on. But again, naive young defenders. You always have to be turned on. You always expect the worst. That, that's what every single fullback says. You right. have to be the ultimate pessimist. You always expect your team to lose the ball and then to break right away because that's, that's how you be ready. That's how you're alert. Sessignon, again, beaten out. And then at that point, Mawson, I think Mawson does the best he can because he knows there's a man that can square the ball. He knows Murphy can square the ball across to the striker. So he keeps him wide. And I think Mawson does everything right. But then again, you're right. Benelli, it's not a great shot. It's not right in no. the corner. It takes a bobble right above him, but he should do better. But yeah, what I want to go back to is, is the Twitter reaction, the social media reaction, the Facebook <laughs> reaction is, Betts is terrible. Let's get Betts out. Well, where's the Steven Session does not have position himself? Where's the Tim Ream gives away the ball too easily? Where's the Cavalier is too weak? And I think all of those factors contribute to that goal. Absolutely. It's not just to about Ben Nelly. Yeah. I totally agree with you. the fan base that loves to get on Ben Nelly's back. And I just don't understand it. Well, if Max, if I really believed that Rodak <laughs> would be a better keeper, I'd want him in. Because everyone, in, at the end of the day, wants the same thing. For Fulham to win matches and get promoted. Right. I just think that's way too much of a knee-jerk reaction at this moment in time. Okay. Okay, but I want to go back and talk about the goal. Because I'm glad that you talked about the other elements here. And here was the problem when you played Cardiff City. And you can agree with me on this. They're set up to stop Fulham. Fulham were, again, very conservative in their passing. And then I think they were pressing. And players like Tim Ream were trying to push themselves forward, which, again, I understand. But they were taking more risk. And then, unfortunately, that can lead to mistakes. And that's what we saw here. And that team was set up just waiting for Fulham to make a mistake. And they did. And, and they punished them. And that's what's going to happen throughout the course of the year. And they're going to have to learn that, again, you can take risks, but you have to be good with your risk-taking. You have to make sure that everyone's on the same page. And they weren't. And if you're going to take that risk, you will need your goalkeeper to stop a shot, and he didn't. So, again, there are many elements to giving up the goal. But I'm just disappointed because I thought it was preventable. And it's not just about Ben Nelly, so good for you for mentioning that. But on the positive, they responded right after that, Max. And, you know, going in to the half, I'm thinking, okay, it's 1-1. It's going to be just like, I'm thinking, Huddersfield Town. They're going to get that second goal. But what's interesting is watching the second half. And it was a lot like the first half, Max. I wasn't feeling that we were dominating the game. They weren't dominating the game. They were dominating possession. But... It was almost like they were letting us have the possession and just waiting for us to make a mistake, Max. That's what it seemed like before the outer two yellows. Before that, it just it wasn't clicking, Max, all match. And I think a lot of that has to do with how Cardiff City was set up to stop foam. For sure. And they're a great side at doing exactly what you mentioned, is frustrating teams. But, you know, what happened when we went down to 10 and suddenly they had to take the initiative? They couldn't do it. Yes, they couldn't do it either. So, uh, they couldn't do it because when a team like Cardiff gets the opportunity to attack, 
and possess the ball more. And it suddenly it's on. Did them you feel like they were going to score, they Max? Buckle. Because I know they had that one opportunity, but did you feel that they were really going to score? I didn't. Yeah, I mean, as a fun except support, for that one opportunity by Morrison. Doubt. Yeah, exactly. You always have a nagging doubt, and I can totally see it happening. Is that you know we make a mistake, a ball gets crossed in, just like the Morrison header goes in. Yeah, was, and you know, the ground. That was a good opportunity, but beyond that, yeah. I mean, no, they, they did. I think credit to us, they didn't threaten us very much. They had the ball, but no. we defended well, and there were some nervy moments without doubt. But I think that's another big part of this team is we look fairly strong under pressure. Although, of course, you know, their first shot on target, they score. We have to address that. We're pretty lightweight in some some circumstances. But right. towards the end of the match, holding on to a lead, I think that's something we've improved on because we battled. And, and let me tell you something. Absolutely, I agree we, with all that. When we brought on Kamara, I was nervous. I love Kamara. Everyone knows that. He's not the man I, I'd come on to have a cool head in the final minutes of the match when you're down to 10. Definitely right? not. That's not, that was Definitely not my not. first choice. However, I think he acquitted himself very well. He had a lot of good clearances. He brought the energy, which I think that was the reasoning behind the sub, that he's going to burst down the wing, release some pressure. He did that. And you know what? He got back and he defended. So fair, fair play to AK-47. He did well. Okay. When I look back at this match, and I'll probably watch it again because that's the type of person I am. I'll, I'll watch it, try to figure out exactly what happened here. And, again, this was uh, as Ben Bloom messaged me, classic Warnock. Fulham would have the ball, but they really weren't going anywhere. They would just they would go sideways. They would go backwards. They really weren't going forwards. And then you have situations when they were trying to go forwards. That's when they would make a mistake, unfortunately. Not all the time, but you had that all it takes is one mistake, Max, and that's what we saw. And uh, that's unfortunate because when you make mistakes like that against a team like that and they punish you, it usually ends up real bad. But to Fulham's credit, they got the equalizer. Let's quickly talk about the equalizer. Your thoughts on, on Fulham's goal to get Fulham a point? It was great. Mitrovic showed how when he wants to, he can be the best player in this division. Wins back the ball. With his strength, starts off and move with a great little pass uh, through to Cavalero. Cavalero and Kearney combined really nicely. Kearney's, those little feints on the line, Russ, that, that was something special where he just shifts his body, drags his left foot. Defender was on absolute strings. Right. And then the best part of that for me, though, was Cavalero's ball. He could not have hit that any better because it just passes by every oh, single part of City defender, literally right across the face of goal, perfectly to Mitro, and his instincts to be on the end of that. Again, that's also top class. And it was so satisfying because it was a perfect response. I think we do that really well. Right after we go behind, right, right after we're pegged back, I think we respond very well. And that's, to me, another, another encouraging sign of, you know, the spirit of this team, what Scott Parker has instilled in them, and our never-say-die attitude. So after we scored that goal. Those are all positives. Delighted. Absolutely. Absolutely, Max. But what I take away from it are those pauses that you mentioned, but the one nagging situation that I'm concerned about is that a team that can frustrate us and stop our flow because again it the passing was just it was again they they controlled the play but it just wasn't going anywhere Max and this is going to be a little bit of a headache for Scott Parker and his staff because they're going to come up against teams that are going to look at what Cardiff did look at what Nottingham Forest did and going to just stop Fulham. It's not going to be like the Millwall match. It just isn't going to be that way because teams yeah, are going but... to figure out, we need to stop this team. So it's going to be on Fulham to find a way to beat teams that are going to do this, Max, because I don't think Cardiff City is going to be the only team that does this. No, no, and you're right, but I'm not too worried because 
I think Carter City is one of the best teams in the entire league at doing this. That's why I'm not too worried. No, about I totally agree with that. I completely that agree with that. Teams are going to try to replicate this. Yep. But, you know, as, as we said in the Millwall game, rightfully so, we'll, we'll face better teams than Millwall. In this Carter City game, I'm going to say we won't face many better teams than Carter, at least in their defensive game plan. Well, this is what I'm going to say about Cardiff City, and I said this in the preview episode, that I truly believe that Cardiff City will be in the mix for the top six once Neil Warnock gets his team playing the way that he wants them to play, and this is probably a good sign for them because uh, I don't like Neil Warnock's style of football at all, Max, but it's effective, and they will be in the mix. They are a good side. It pains me to say it, but that's the reality. Fulham played against a good side that will, I think, be among the top six or knocking on the door. I truly believe that because his teams play for him, they play hard for him, and they get the results. And they didn't get all three points. We're talking about Carter City. They got a point. But, you know, again, that's probably a positive sign for them. But it's also a positive sign for Fulham. And that's good for you to mention that we have to give Carter City credit and then maybe – we should be giving Fulham credit too because this is going to be a difficult team, especially in their play. So good by you for mentioning that, Max. Well, listen, thank you so much for joining me, my friend. This is just our initial reaction. We'll have full coverage on our post-match show, but let's wrap this up. For Max Cohen, I'm Russ Coleman. Thank you as always for listening to Cottage Talk. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.